11 past 8, you're with SFM 104 to 107. This is, of course, the JSB, and you are with me, Michelle Constant, and the entire team. That's the choice of Mabel in Cape Town. Mabel, I'm, I have to ask you this. Do people call you Maybelline? I wonder, indeed. And the choice is the weekend with blinding lights. We're moving on to our first story of the second hour. And don't forget, uh, importantly, Petrolhead is coming up after half past eight. So get ready for that question, because uh, could you be part of the 52-week challenge and get your name onto the title of the challenge? The Alex Arts Academy, in partnership with Arts Alive, is presenting a policy induction workshop focusing on policy in theatre and uh, looking at how uh, theatre and policy are engaged in this country. Are they engaged? Cultural policy training, etc. Taking the facilitation forward is uh, Mike van Graan. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Mish, thank you very much for having me. Tell us uh, exactly what is going to take place with this cultural policy training program. It starts on the 25th. Was that yesterday? I'm, my, my days are all I'm muddled up. I'm trying to think uh, where we are. Is today the 26th? Today's the 26th. Yesterday ah. was payday, and I guess um, you did not get paid yesterday. <laughs> otherwise, you would have remembered. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get paid. What's going on? Okay, so, so talk to us. Yes, it's a, it's a program that started yesterday, and there are about 32 participants in it. And essentially, it's looking at people who are engaged in the community arts sphere within Gauteng, um, with a view to basically identifying and then developing a cohort of people who will be able to manage and take forward and provide leadership to the community arts kind of space in its broad definition within the Gauteng space. So yesterday we were very fortunate to have Fuyasile Mishadulu, who's the Director of Arts and Culture and Heritage in Johannesburg, and then Shane Maja, who's the Director for Creative Arts in the Gauteng Department of Sport, Arts and Recreation. And they basically came and presented, you know, their respective tiers of government, their visions for this particular sector. And it was very good to be able to have the participants kind of engage directly with these representatives of government, as it were. Um, but the idea is that people over the next two or three days will be developing people's understanding of key policies that affect them and for them to understand things such as the white paper, the revised white paper on arts and culture, the cultural institutions act, the cultural laws amendment act and the like. But at the same time, for them to come up with a vision as to what they think an ideal community arts centre should look like and what an ideal arts manager should look like and so on. And so that we can, in the long term, medium to long term, make sure that we've got the structures and programs in place to develop the human resources that we also need to manage the infrastructure as this infrastructure unfolds. Certainly when you talk about policy, uh, we don't see young artists and creatives in the creative sector engaging strongly with policy because ultimately that's where the shift and change will happen. We are still waiting for the final white paper to be signed off. And are you working on that in particular? Well, apparently, according to sources, as they say, <laughs> the revised white paper has officially kind of been adopted within parliamentary structures um, on the 20th of February of this year. 
Um, obviously, it's going to be a while before we see the implementation thereof. But in reference to your initial point, it is true that, you know, generally from the arts sector, we find that at a micro level, we are really challenged in terms of funding and a whole bunch of other things, the rights of artists, the social benefits for artists and the like. And we rightly, you know, raise our voices around these things. But then we refrain from getting involved where it really mm-hmm. matters, which, as you say, is at the policy level. You know, we experience the challenges that we do at a micro level because we are not sufficiently engaged at the macro level where policy is made that ultimately directly affects our lives and livelihoods. So, yes, indeed, this particular program is about developing a new cohort of people who understand policy, who read documents and who engage with them, who understand them sufficiently to be able to know where their interests are being served by such policies and laws and can hold government accountable when their interests are not being served in terms of these, but also where these laws and policies might not overlap with their interests and then to challenge them and advocate for change. And I think that that's the point of this kind of training. Do you think that uh, in other sectors there's more engagement? I'm I'm wondering, for example, um, the environment, climate change, environment and climate change sectors or climate <coughs> sectors. Do you think that there's more engagement there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And one kind of knows that there is far more engagement. Um, if, well, you take other sectors of our economy, you know, people are just more organized through unions and the like, and so they are directly engaged where policy matters. In NEDLAC, for example, labor is kind of represented there, and that's mm-hmm. where policies are created that affects them directly. We, as a sector, are not sufficiently organized. In fact, there's incredible fragmentation. Ironically, over the last kind of six months, you know, with COVID-19 and the like, and because of its devastating impact on the sector, there's been this rise of arts organizations and formations yeah. with people kind of recognizing that there is a need for organization if there's a, you know, going to be a, a mechanism for people to be able to challenge and engage with the authorities. So I'm kind of hoping that this will kind of result in something that um, will lead to people being a bit more organized and having a voice and a seat at the table, as it were. But it's it's because we are so fragmented that we don't really um, have the kind of impact that, that I think we should. Yeah. Mike, uh, how many young people have you got engaging in the workshop as you speak? There are 32 people at the moment, wow, which is quite a substantial number of people. Yeah. I would imagine <clears throat> that from this... You know, if 10 to 12 people could be identified as being really serious about this and be taken through a year-long process of mentorship yeah. of quite intense training and the like, if by the end of this process there are 10 or 12 people <clears throat> who would have significant understanding of policies and are able to have the confidence and the vocabulary and the skills to be able to engage around these matters, yeah. then I think we would have done incredibly well. We would certainly have 10 or 12 more people than what we have now. It sounds like it's the right way to go. That's Mike van Kran. He is the lead facilitator on a project, which is the Alex Art Academy, in partnership with Arts Alive, presenting a current affairs theatre festival and policy induction workshop, focusing on how the creative sector engages with policy, but also engages with the, the likes of uh, cultural priorities, the white paper, and much, much more. It's 20 past eight.